Through the whole pandemic, I think a lot of people realized how nice it was to be with family again and, and not have that busy atmosphere, that busy lifestyle of having sporting events every single night and meetings and, and all these different things. And Welcome to the Dream Achievers podcast, hosted by Andy Young. Join us each week as we feature local business owners, nonprofit leaders, and community members that are making a difference in Central and Southwestern Virginia. We love your community and want to feature people that share that same passion. Welcome to the show. So I want to welcome to the show today, I got Derek Lester, uh, kind of wearing two different hats today. So it's, it's like the old NASCAR races where you change off the hats when you get into victory lane. Uh, so Derek, with 58 Woodworks, as well as with Highlands Fellowship, mm -hmm. uh, the, the youth pastor there at the Abingdon campus. So welcome to the show, Derek. Thanks. Appreciate it. Good to be here. Yeah. So the, the thing, the reason I wanted to, uh, to chat with you today is there's been obviously a lot of craziness going on with COVID. To say the least. Uh, so I know you guys, you relocated down to Abingdon uh, a little over a year ago yep. uh, for you to work with Highlands Fellowship. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, kind of a few months in, got a little bit of a curveball here, right? Yeah, it's, it was um, a completely switched career path from uh, one in an athletics field into uh, a ministry field, and I was in it for three months and, and the pandemic hit. And so uh, a whole new job, a whole new life uh, back here at home uh, where we were born and raised and, and switched into this world that nobody had, had seen coming. Yeah, it's, I mean, what's amazing, I've, I've talked to so many different business owners that through COVID, they've kind of found new avenues to be able to connect with people and do things different than what they were doing before. So, you know, tell me some of those challenges for you and dealing with youth, that's hard to begin with oh, yeah. uh, in trying to connect with them. So how through COVID, what have you guys done differently to try to get out and communicate with the youth and get them involved still? Yeah, so the first day, uh, it was a Sunday that we found out that we were kind of going into quarantine uh, as a church and we were going to shut our doors for whatever, six, four, four to six weeks there. And so that was a Sunday, Sunday night uh, that we found that out. And by Wednesday, we had to have an online show for the youth. They wanted us to have it in three days, something that we had never done before. Uh, as a church, we had been putting stuff online and kind of broadcasting online. And so we had the capability, but, but as a youth, uh, we had to produce a little half-hour show in those two days, uh, starting on Monday morning. And so we prepared uh, messages. We prepared some funny skits and stuff in, in those two days and, and had them out to the kids. And uh, ever since that first day, we've been doing an online ministry. Uh, every Wednesday night, we have a watch party, we call it. Uh, so we've been doing that every single night since uh, March, uh, every Wednesday. Uh, and then uh, over the couple of weeks and when we started getting back into the church, we began having services live again on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights. Uh, but they were all completely different. Uh, and we have a different set of students now in the doors than we did before. Uh, and some of those students that were there before are now watching online and we're can, uh, trying to get into contact with them however we can. We're doing movie nights, doing stuff outside. Uh, and all of these different events we have, we found that they're all different groups of kids. Uh, and so everybody's uh, kind of coming back to us at their own pace, whether it's 100% online, whether it's doing those outside events only or, or coming to the church every Sunday. So going through that, that you're you said you're reaching a different set of kids than what you were before. Yeah. So have you seen the ministry actually grow during this because you're reaching people in a different way? Yeah, it's funny uh, across the, our area at least um, the the attendance for churches has dropped obviously, but uh, a majority of the churches have seen a little bit of a growth for youth. 
And I think, I don't know if it's parents wanting to get their kids out of the house or uh, the kids just being so bored at home. And, and it's been tough, the online stuff, because now they have online school. Uh, and so reaching them online is a little bit tougher and they want to get out of the house. And so providing a, a safe as we can atmosphere where all of our volunteers and staff are all masked the full time. And uh, if we do have food, it's all being bought outside and served, you know, gloved and everything like restaurants. And so uh, definitely switching it up to try to get the best entertainment value to the kids because it's not like a regular church, you know, where you come in and sit down and sing three songs and listen to a sermon. They, they want to have an active atmosphere uh, and we, we're trying to provide that. And I, I know you guys are doing a lot to be able to meet them where they are. Right. So I, I've seen where you guys have started ministry on TikTok of all places, right? right? Yeah, so we, we started TikTok a couple of months ago uh, to try to reach kids, like you said, where we are. And there, we had a couple of meetings saying that we really want to enter this atmosphere uh, that has a lot of bad things on it. But, um, you know, Jesus went to the places where the sinners were. And so being on all these uh, devices and being all all these social media platforms uh, where the kids are was really important to us and, and kind of try to spread a positive message just through funny videos. I, I, see, I've heard it through the business mindset of you want to be omnipresent. It doesn't right. matter what medium the person uses. You want to be able to be in front of them and create a presence. So it makes sense doing the same thing with ministry yeah. and meeting them where they are. And as you said, Jesus meeting with the, the sinners Yep. It didn't matter a sinner or a saint for him. It was spending time with them in communion exactly. and being able to make that difference. So you've seen those challenges of what, of what COVID has brought to you. Mm -hmm. And that's some of the opportunities I'm hearing that you guys have used differently to be able to, to mentor to them or do things differently. What relationships have been most important to you as you've went through COVID to be able to continue to grow your ministry? Hey, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Each week, we share another guest with you from our local communities. Enjoy on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and get tips so that you too can potentially one day achieve your dreams. What relationships have been most important to you as you've went through COVID to be able to continue to grow your ministry? I think just the relationships with the people around our area uh, and being kind of one of those regional partners of uh, the people through all the churches in our area uh, and kind of figuring out what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, and, and also allowing, uh, we're a pretty big church for our area and, and allowing us uh, to share the resources that we have and the information, uh, whether it's our statistics or whether it's some of the platforms we use or, or some of the information that we have that other churches may be able to benefit from. And so uh, just being willing to share because we understand that not every kid is going to come to our church, but we definitely want uh, everyone to, to hear the good news and to see all those things regardless if they ever step in our doors. And also being aware that there's kids out there that may never step in our doors, uh, that may be online forever, may be uh, out in our communities and, and never come to church, but we still want to try to reach those kids through all the atmospheres that we can. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, a big part of what you guys are doing is creating an experience. Right. You know, something that's unique, that's different for other people with that. And mm -hmm. one of the things I've seen that you've done on a personal level is go back to some of the experiences that you had as a youth and things that meant a lot to you, and which actually created the, the facility that we're in right now with 58 Woodworks. Yeah. Uh, it starts in a, in a place the same as Apple as anybody else starts in the garage. <laughs> Just behind the scenes, guys. We're in the garage yeah. and we're having fun out here with that. But... You know, tell me a little bit as far as why that meant so much to you. I think, uh, so through, through the whole pandemic, I think a lot of people realized how nice it was uh, to be with family again and, and not have that busy 
atmosphere, that busy lifestyle of having sporting events every single night and meetings and, and all these different things. And uh, it's kind of also turned uh, us into more self-sufficient. Uh, being more self-sustaining, whether it's growing a garden, which we started out back, or uh, building things that we need in our house uh, just for us. And so my grandfather was a woodworker, uh, and he kind of taught me a couple of things, but uh, going over through his farm during all this and just walking around and finding pieces of wood that I can use uh, for certain things and realizing through the pandemic that good things can come from that. Uh, and that is building things. And so I think the biggest part of this pandemic has taught us and our family to be more self-sufficient for, for when stuff does happen and so that you can provide for yourself for some things. And then also building a community around you because that's a, another big part of this whole 58 Woodworks is uh, not just selling items but bartering or, or giving stuff away to people for, for different things. And so being part of that atmosphere as well. It's really neat. I mean, I know for me and doing any type of woodworking, which i that's part of what brought us back to Virginia mm -hmm. is being able to, to be more self-sufficient and right. not be in the bigger city that you can do that. But just with the woodworking, when you can feel the piece of wood that you know how many hands touch that and the generations and everything, whether it be an old tree that somebody used to play in the yard and they remember, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I remember back in the day that it was this. Or if it's that you remember walking through and the smell in the barn and just the, the yeah. memories that come with it. The fact that you can pass that on for generations to come, it means a whole, whole lot. And obviously, if you see any of Derek's work, you can see what it means to him. So be sure uh, to follow along with that. But if, you know, just from the basic things of a cutting board and all the family meals that are going to be cooked with holding that. Right. Or, you know, we picked up a couple of American flags for our office. So if you're in our office in Lynchburg, you can look at those in the, uh, in the waiting area uh, with that uh, shameless plug, I'm sure, with that, right? But... What, what do you want to have as far as when you're thinking of the, the legacy or the, the impact in the community, whether it's through the, the ministry or through 58 Woodworks, how do you want to be remembered in the community when it comes that time? Well, I, think, I think that's like what the whole purpose of starting all this was, is uh, just be known as like a hard worker and be known as something... Uh, building something that will last and that's you know everything that you build uh, with wood is obviously going to be a lot longer lasting than something you can buy in Walmart or, or Target or something it's going to last for years to come uh, and so somebody that is hardworking that uh, is willing to put in work uh, on something that will last whether that is with student ministry because a lot of times uh, you talk to students and, and you uh, try to guide them and, and you never know until 20 years down the road if that affected them uh, and so it's not always you know immediate gratification uh, that a lot of us want. It's something, especially with woodwork and the patience that it takes and the, the longevity that something has because of how long that took. Uh, and so building something, whether it's people or products, uh, that are going to last a long time, that's kind of what I want to be known by. Yeah. I mean, with, when you look at it, I can remember uh, years ago, uh, Roby Barnhart. Uh, so Roby Barnhart was one of our youth pastors uh, at a church that I would go to for youth group. It wasn't where I went for regular church, but I went for youth group because it was different yeah. and it stuck out. I can still remember a lot of the life lessons that he taught. And I'm sure you guys are putting a lot of those things, same things in place with kids. But they're remembering, uh, you know, 20, 30 years <laughs> later yeah. uh, with that. But it, it means a whole lot and it's things that they still carry with them. And with the woodworking, of course, right. you know, signing every piece and mm -hmm. knowing that you made that and where it's going 
and all the places that it might go in the future. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Amazing. So Derek, where can people keep up with you, whether it be for the woodworking or the ministry? Uh, what are the different social channels or the best way to contact you? Yeah, anything online, if you have youth or anybody interested in finding some of our funny videos or we do weekly reviews on our messages, hf.church, uh, and you can find everything there, whether it's here in Abingdon or Bristol or Bluefield, uh, any of our campuses, we have some YouTube channels and stuff that are on there. Uh, and then the Woodwork, 58 Woodworks on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everything. Uh, all the social media platforms, I was able to grab that 58 Woodworks, uh, 58 for Route 58 here in Virginia. So if you want to see some amazing uh, you know, stuff, like you can build a manger with just a snap <laughs> of the fingers. That's me. Uh, that's him. So be sure to check that out. Until next time, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Andy.